UFC this week has uh I don't know if you realize it but this weekend will be the first weekend of UFC. Is this weekend? It's this weekend. Sweet. And this yeah, weekend is is, is the biggest card. This weekend is actually the biggest card. Now, for those that aren't aware, they're going to do this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do Wednesday. Wednesday. And mm-hmm. they're going to do Saturday again. Saturday again, yep. And I think they're going to do the Saturday right after that or I think somewhere in the week or something. Yeah, yeah. Like but mm-hmm. They're going to be pumping out cards now. We're going to be covering that as much as possible, you know, getting it back into the groove of things. Can't wait. Yeah. So who's on this one? On this card, actually, we have... i just go through the main card. We have heavyweights uh, Greg Hardy mm-hmm. versus uh, Castro. Yeah. Ruben Castro. Mm-hmm. Um, they they continue to push John Hardy and good Greg, for them. Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's somewhat of a character. He's still green, still mm-hmm. very green. Uh, this has a long way to go. He does he, if he wants to. Yeah. But he he seems to want to. I mean, he seems to like you know fighting and putting on his persona or whatever that he puts on. So I mean, good for him. Let's keep keeping him busy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how 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 he. You know, if he if he keeps doing what he's doing, they're gonna obviously keep him. Keep yeah. uh, a lot of people are you know don't like the fact that he's on the main card over a lot of other fighters because I think in the, in the preliminary cards, which I probably should look at for the prelims for this one, um, you have people like Uriah Hall versus Jacare Souza. Damn. Yeah. You have. Uh, Damn. <laughs> Carla Esparza. That's, that's in the prelims? Michelle Watterson. Yep. Michelle you also have uh-huh, against Alexi Olenek versus Wardoom. Wardoom is making a comeback. All these are on the prelims. Hmm. And you have Pettis and Cerrone. Well, that's this week too, huh? Mm-hmm. Those are all in the prelims. I don't think they, there are some early prelims. Uh, you're looking at... Ryan Spam against uh, Sam Alvey. Mm. Um, My wife likes Alvey. Vicente Lupe is fighting um, Nico Price. So, some good pre- some good early prelims, but yeah, all those guys, all those big names you see. Greg Hardy is on the main card, and a lot of those guys are over Cerrone even. Can you imagine that? Hmm. Very strange. Extremely strange. But this is the card. But I mean, if, if you look at the UFC model, a lot of people aren't really unfamiliar with how they do it. But they look at their every UFC event is primarily two cards: the preliminary card and the main card. So they treat the last preliminary card yeah, like, the, like, like a, main, like a event. main event. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what they're doing. So the main event for the preliminaries would be Anthony Pettis and Cerrone, which to me. Is a main event fight, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's interesting. How they do it. But I guess you know we're not in their shoes. I guess they know what they're doing, or they have a, they got a plan. So I guess they want to catch people, you know, on the early prelims, you know, get people excited about the Cerrone mm-hmm. Pettis fight, you know, and all that. 
excitement going, and then you're like, hey, check out the main card. It's stacked as well. Because also on the main card, outside of uh, Greg Hardy, you're looking at Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Cater. Mm. And that mm. potential fight of the night right there. Mm. That fight, if that fight goes five, uh, three rounds, I'll be surprised. Hmm. Those guys throw leather. They do. Two guys, they come to fight, and they, they, they don't hold back. They, they come to throw down, so that's going to be exciting. Also on the card, speaking about not going off three rounds, Francis Nagano versus mm, Rosenstrike. Rosenstrike. All those fights is this week? All of that is this weekend. Every car, every fight I just mentioned is this weekend. It's the first card back, and it's completely stacked. And the other cards are pretty good too, but this this first one. You think they would want to space it out some? They're knocking it out of the park with this first one, and it's it's like it's it's, it's definitely a card you cannot miss. You have to watch from beginning to end every last fight. It's one of those cards. Other UFC fights, you know, you can you can skip the prelims, but this one. You gotta watch from beginning to end. Hmm. It's one of those. This is gonna be your entire evening, right here. Because outside of all the fights I just covered, there's still Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz for the belt. For the belt, and I can't be more happier for Dominic Cruz. Honestly speaking, yeah, I would love to see him win. Well, yeah, because no, nobody really likes Cejudo. And it's not even a matter. Of, it's not even a matter of fact of not liking Zahudo because he is very. You know, he does his thing or whatever. I just, I don't care for him either way. Most honestly speaking, mm. I mean, I feel like some of his fights, I find myself rooting for him. Some of the fights, I find myself rooting against him. So it's mm. like he doesn't really, you know, move the needle for me either way. He's the cringe king. He definitely is. But Dominic Cruz is a guy that's been in the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. He, been, been champion. He write the book when it when it comes to footwork. He's you know. Mm-hmm. An orthodox fighting. He, he he was a guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's been plagued with a bunch of injuries that kind of kept him, you know, on the sidelines and have him doing commentary. But he is a guy that, man, like, you know, once he get once he stays injury free, he's definitely something to be, cont- you know, mm. contender. Yeah, yeah. And he, he he's coming back. He only lost twice. I don't know if you remember his record. Dominic Cruz is actually twenty two and two. You know. <laughs> What people forget? People forget how easy. That's the one thing about MMA is like, it's so easy to for, to forget people once once they're in the limelight. Like. Once they're not, you know, in front of your face. But yeah, Dominic Cruz makes his comeback, and I can't wait to see it. I'm rooting for him, man. And then we go to the main event of the evening, which is Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. <sighs> I expect a. All out blood bath sweat. Yep. <laughs> it, it's gonna be a good one. Um would have loved to have seen uh Ferguson versus Khabib, but you know. I think, honestly speaking, I think they're trying to set up um the Connor fight. For Khabib? Mm-hmm. I don't know when they're gonna do it, to be honest. So screw screw Tony Ferguson. <sighs> I don't know. I honestly but if you look at how everything's playing, like when whenever Connor is like active and he doesn't have a fight lined up. He has a fight lined up. Whenever mm-hmm. you you see them like go quiet with Connor, like they're not like even in interviews. They don't even mention Connor. Mm-hmm. They have something lined up and they, yep. like, it's going to be something big. That's true. Now originally I was thinking probably they'll do Connor Nate Diaz three, 
which I think would have been a great fight in a placeholder. And then I think yeah. when when those fights go out, then do the Connor um, mm. thing, um, Khabib at the end. If Khabib makes it out of the Ferguson fight, I think Connor, I think Diaz three would have been perfect because it's a fight with low stakes. I mean, both of them mm-hmm. win or lose, they don't, they don't lose anything. Mm-hmm. It'd have been a great fight. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna kind of do it, and you know, until Khabib's ready to come back, but. Maybe that might happen. Maybe that is their plan. But for some reason, I feel like they're trying to set up the Khabib fight. I, I just, I just have, I feel it in my, in my, in my bones that they're trying to set up the Khabib fight. But we'll see. We'll see what they do. But um, getting ahead of ourselves. But yeah, Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, we, we can go back down the list as far as uh, who, who are your picks. Just, just for the main card. Mm, well, for sure, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he's a he's a long he's the longest win streak without being a champion. I mean, no, he actually, he's got the interim belt, but if he wins this one, he'll be two, two the time first, the first two the time first ever two time interim champion, which is something I don't that's know if you can brag about that, but it's a, like that's a stupid. Statistic. It's definitely like a journeyman accomplishment, and I don't think he wants that. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would? But hats off to him. It, yeah, it's, at least he get a new belt. He would get the new belt because when he won it, it was the old old style belt. Yeah, this guy needs to become champion soon. I mean, he's because of who's in the division. I don't want to see become champion too long, obviously. But mm-hmm. I do want to see him get his due. Mm-hmm. Especially given all his, his you know mental health issues and all that, I do want to see Ferguson get his due. So uh, my pick as well for for this card would be Tony Ferguson. I said Tony Ferguson by. I would say that by the fourth round TKO. That's my call. Oh, my, my submission, call. submission. Mm, but I, I can. I don't. Gage is a good wrestler, but Gage's I think he's going to hurt him on the feet, and then he's going to submit him. True, I can see that. He's not gonna really going to go for the knockout. He doesn't really. He, he's not a person unless he unless a knockout comes like complete knockout or TKO. Mm-hmm. He don't really like go for knockouts. He's he, more of a once he hurts you, he's going to end it. He gets you out of there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I actually, I'm rethinking fourth round too now because I remember seeing some interviews with Gechi where he says he's gonna throw everything at him in the first round. Like Gechi said, he's he's coming from like first round. Mm. He doesn't want it to go all five, so he's he's gonna be coming. So he's with with that kind of a pace, maybe who knows? It might surprise Tony Ferguson. But Gechi's a person that always puts on ridiculous pace, and then but think about that. Gechi's a guy that has like a ridiculous pace, and he's saying he's gonna throw everything in the first round. Meaning he's going to be even more mm-hmm. amped up. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe this doesn't go past three rounds. Come now to think about it. Ferguson and two. I think Gaethje's going to blow his wad in the first round. Get pieced up. Probably get hurt. And Ferguson's going to sub him out in the second round. Now that I gave it more analytical thought, I think that's where it's going to go. But time will tell. Tsuhudo, Dominic Cruz. I already made my pick. Mm-hmm. I think Dominic Cruz. Yeah, I picked Dominic Cruz. So. I mean... He hasn't fought in so long, so you know there is ring rust. But yeah, but he is so unorthodox with the striking, and he has good footwork that I don't. I think I, I can see him being out of position a lot, like get, getting you know mm. evading some of Sahudo's strikes. I the only thing I'm, that might give him a tr- some trouble is probably the wrestling. Sahudo might you know try to mm. grapple with him and get him get him down and stuff like that. And I, I can see him t- taking Cruz down, but I don't see him keeping him there for too long. Um, Cruz is very, very smart and very competitive. 
um, I'm pretty sure he knows what to expect and, you know, prepared for it. So I can see him getting takedown, yes, but not, you know. I don't see Sahudo pounding him out or submitting him, if you know what I mean, so. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah. And we'll see. But, yeah, Dominic Cruz is my pick. Um, heavyweights, Francis and Rosenstrike. They're both like, to me, honestly, they're both like the same person to me. They are? They're both very green when it comes to striking. What? Rosa Strike Striker doesn't do bad. His, but everything, I think where, where, where he doesn't shine is everything else. Yeah. Whereas Francis already been down there, but I think he started to make some improvements. I, I, I think, I, I would think so too. I think Francis is the more improved version of Rosa Strike? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. Because he's been there, he already been to the big fights, he already, you know. I just hope he's been improving. Like, my, my thing is, like, the, the, my, the whole issue with this, with them putting on the fights now, amongst the corona crisis, that I think that plays, the corona crisis plays a factor on everybody. We don't know how everybody going to react to that, that part of it. Mm-hmm. So, it, it almost, in a sense, don't really make sense to, to try to predict. I think. It's going to be the biggest question mark card of all time. I think a lot of things that we don't expect happen may happen. And it's all because of, you know, the whole the whole corona and how, how that affecting the fighters, how that affecting their preparation, mm-hmm. you know, how that affecting them mentally. I think there's a lot of... Question marks. Question marks that, you know, it's going to be, be a very weird environment. Plus, how the whole fight's going to be, like, with no audience and everything. I, I think it's it's... It's gonna be such a big question mark. Like, it, 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 I think it could affect certain fighters different ways. The, the truly mentally tough will, will you know, persevere. Yeah, but other people that ain't so mentally tough might, they might, you know, weather a little bit. But, I don't know. That, that's my my personal opinion. So it's, it, it, all, it all depends. Like, like when it comes to like Rosenstrike and and Engano, I don't know how how they are mentally. So it's like I don't know how this whole current thing affecting them. Affecting their preparation, you know what I mean? Like mm. all those things, because the two of them, like, it's so it's so close to me between the two of them that any one of those factors I think could, could throw it in, a, in the other direction. So I mean, that's that's just my mm-hmm. thinking. I, I when we when the fights actually happen, we'll we'll see what we'll actually see plays out. But, yeah. but I didn't I didn't know, but Rose's is actually undefeated. I don't know. Mm. So I'll be interested to see. But yeah, I'm picking Francis in this one. First, I want Francis to win because I, I, like, I like Francis more because he's you know he he has a touch of that that and just just the way he, you know his his whole demeanor and his whole persona and how he look he looks the part of a of a, of a heavyweight champion so mm-hmm. yep Jeremy Stevens Calvin Cater Cater I like Stevens but. The game has kind of evolved past him. Yes, he's one of those. Yeah, he's one of those. Yeah, he just comes to throw heavy hands, and I see he doesn't really. Mm-hmm. And Cater, not really evolved in this game, but yeah, Cater is Cater definitely. Cater is no joke. Cater is one hundred percent no joke. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't think that's a good fight for Jeremy Stevens, honestly. I mean, great guy, and he, don't get me wrong, though. Jeremy Stevens could literally win just about any fight you put him in. But I don't think it's a good fight for him. I, I just feel it that it's ain't a good, it's ain't gonna end well for him. So you're picking Cater. Um, 
in, in some in some form of violence. I'm on the fence with this one, to be honest, because like the fandom in me wants me to pick Jeremy Stevens because he's been around for so long, mm. but I know the threat that Cater is, and it's like I agree with you to say that it's not a good fight for him, but it's a good fight in the sense that it's going to be exciting for mm. us to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I'd have to say Cater too. I, I want to pick against him though, but yeah, it's hard to, to be honest. Yeah, Cater on that one as well. And Greg Hardy versus uh, this relatively unknown guy, uh, Yogar Jorgen De Castro. Also undefeated, but yeah, he's a heavyweight guy. Um, against Greg Hardy, that one's just kind of a toss-up because. Yeah, he's it's a, a relatively group. unknown guy, but he's mm-hmm. un- he's undefeated. Um, it, 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 so for that, it does look like it may be a step, you know, up in, in competition for Greg Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're still trying to, you know, they don't want to throw him in the fire too, too quick. But so, I guess the only, only way to answer that one is, you want to see Greg Hardy win or, or lose? <laughs> I want to see him. Do, I mean, he's a person. He's a personality. So anytime you have a personality when it, when it comes to UFC, I usually kind of want to see them win, especially defending somebody that's not a personality. True. You know what I mean? Because then, if he loses, then it's like now we have to start caring about Jurgen. <laughs> Why? Exactly. Okay, and I, I wanted to do just the main card, but it's hard to do that because of how stacked the prelims is. Mm. So we'll just do the prelims as well. Pettis Cerrone, I think we kind of covered that one last week. We covered that one last week, yeah. Um, but uh, I'm picking Cerrone in this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I like them both. I do too. Actually met Anthony Pettis. Mm-hmm. He's shorter than I would expect, but yeah, cool I, guy. I remember Anthony Pettis when I remember watching the, it was an old M, it was an MTV show. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was on it. And he was on it, talking about his dad and everything. Yep, that was the first time I actually saw Anthony Pettis, and then started seeing him in UFC, and it was it was just so weird. And like when he actually became champion, and then you you met him, and it was like he's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Doing the thing for a while, making money all the way, I'm sure. But um, unfortunately, I, I'm, I'm, I gotta go with Cerrone this one. Yeah. Lexio Linick versus Wardoom. So interesting because when Wardoom got his suspension two years ago, I was like, yep, that's it for Wardoom. Probably never gonna see him again. He's up there in age. Mm-hmm. But he's coming back. Guy loves to fight and he did his, did his time. He served his time and now he's, now he's back to fight. Hopefully, Linick choke him out. <laughs> I don't know, never really been a fan of Wardoom. I, I, I know you mean. I mean, I started to kind of like him a little bit when he had uh, he, he had a little beef with um. Was it the last he saw Wardoom? He had a little beef with what's that guy's name? I don't know who you're talking about. I remember Trump's buddy. Oh, Kobe. Covington, Covington, yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw a boomerang, a boomerang after Covington. And I mean, everybody didn't like. Nobody likes Covington, so I kind of started liking him for that. But even though they're not even in the same weight class, and would never fight, kind of wouldn't make sense. But yeah. But Wardoom, I don't know. He he's a person that tries too hard, in my opinion. He's Wardoom is alright. Like, I can't I can't give him too much shit. He's he's alright. Right. Doing doing it a long time been doing it a while and clearly still wants to do it so mm-hmm. but Olenek 
Olek is not even a great fighter. He's not, but he's just has just like a one trick pony that is one trick he does. Mm-hmm. Nobody has an answer for. Yep. So Ezekiel choke, which is hard. Like he's a guy like you. It's hard to defend because he's on bottom. Mm-hmm. He he you put him where you where you where you, where you want where him. he needs to be. Because mm-hmm. it's just don't let him fool with him. Basically, just don't let him fool with him. But even so, he can. Like, if you go up with him at all, he can always pull guard, and then he's right where you want, like, you know, he, where he wants, he wants you, so. I like, I like people with, with, with special moves, so. <laughs> Just want to see if they land it. Yep, that's, I mean, that's, like. The first special move that I that I've, I could remember in UFC was Matt Hughes' slam. I can remember watching UFC, and I, like, just waiting for the Matt Hughes slam. Mm-hmm. So, I, it's so funny, like I use that special moves, but yeah. There's been a lot of good, good ones over the a years. A lot of people have those special moves. <laughs> My favorite one of all time is still a crow cop head kick. Yep. That used to be a touch of dead a long time ago, especially in Pride Days. Like you watch the fights, just waiting for the land. Just waiting for the special moves. That. When he stopped using it, it was just disheartening. But there's actually been some. Yeah, um, another one of my favorite special moves is Polaris heel hook. Mm. Bruh. Uh, talk about does, one of does, does he still fight? They ban him? He, he had, they, I, I was it had to. He, he, personally, he's still one of my favorite fighters. I, I don't know. Something about him. Scary. Scary. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what you want in fighting. That, that has to be a level of fair. old shit and fair in, in fighting. And like, very few fighters are breaking down <laughs> out of people like Polaris. But they had to ban him because he was, a le- he was le- he legit crazy. Legit Cuckoo Banana cream pie. Yeah, this man was not like I, I've seen. Even in 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 grappling tournaments, same thing. I know. Mm-hmm. No, like nobody wants to train with him. Nobody wants to fight him. Nobody wants. He he hold submissions too long. Even after you tap, he I don't know. I think it's a mental thing in him. I in think his he, mind. He just want to wait for them to twist it off. Yeah, he he just want to destroy. He 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 just have a I don't know a mental thing where he just he just going and he just I think he'd be so focused on doing the damage that he don't he, the tap and stuff don't even like I don't think it'll mentally register in his brain. People I, people just thinking he's a bad person. I don't I don't necessarily think he's a bad person because he to do it too often for it to be like yeah this man trying to ruin his career. You know what I mean? I don't know. I give him the benefit of the doubt because. This man that just destroy people's knees. Try to fight this man, you get your knee ripped to shreds. Scary guy. And this man is huge. It's all our muscle is talking, like, oh, destroying you, just ripping every ligament in it. Just thought of it, just so. Uh... And, you know, and, and you gotta tap. You, got, you, you might as well tap immediately because <laughs> he, he can hold it longer than he need to hold it. Referee stopping him or not? Exactly. So it's like you might as well tap immediately because if you if you take a longer tap, and, and like, like now you tap in and he's still holding it, that and he's gone. Not, yeah, I'm short in your career. Thank God you don't fight no more. To be honest, uh, I wish you were so I, I honestly wish you were so fat. I guess what I want about him, but so yeah. So we're both going to uh, Olenek. Olenek, yeah. Yeah. Carla Esparza, Michelle Watterson. It's like, whatever, right? <laughs> whatever. Honestly, I mean... Carla Esparza, 
Alex Paz, I never really like her. I don't, I don't like her fighting style. I never did either, but her last fight, she she did a breast melee with her last she fight. She did. But I'm still not... I'm, I'm still bored. Not, I'm still not on board. Yeah. Michelle Watterson. That's the one I'm picking for that one. Michelle Watterson... Just, honestly, unfortunately, it's because she's more of a personality and better looking. She is, but she's gotten by with her looks and her skill in UFC, in my opinion. It's a real thing. A lot, a lot. There are actually a couple of women fighters that are like, like that. Are like that. She definitely <laughs> falls under that category. And well, I don't know if you heard about um, Curtis Blades and uh, some other lady. Oh yeah, got into some beef for him mentioning the same thing. Which it is, it is a real thing. Women getting by on looks versus skill. I Man, I say Watson ain't skilled though. She definitely has some skill. But when you look at the amount of killers, like the, like the real women fighters, the real women killers that are in UFC, she can't compare. Like, can't even hold a, can't even hold a candle to these men. Like, all these women, for that matter. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. and she get a lot of main events and stuff just because you know she's pretty. She has has personality too. So. Has personality and she's cute and she's you know she she could fight. She ain't no killer. I I hate seeing her getting like. I hate seeing her getting beat up because it's yeah. like it's hard to watch. And again, I, I think it has to do because she's pretty. True. You, you don't want to see her getting not up. But yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. Uh, and then of course Uriah Hall. Chakari. I can suck at it. I don't mind either way. Really? I mean. I was more on a fence with Uriah Hall. Sometimes I root for him, sometimes I don't. Kind of me too, but he definitely is a talented fighter. He is. And he doesn't really get his due. Exactly. So I would like to see him at least get his due a little bit. But at the same time, he kind of... To me, he had fought while he kind of fall under those like fighters that are complaining too much. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. So uh, if, if, if not for that... Like if you if just do anything and not get his due, I'd be a different story than him. Mm. You know, complaining and stuff like that. And of course, I'm a, I'm, I like Jackery. Yeah. Tell tell Jackery. Tell I love Jackery too. Oh, yeah. I want to like. He he's made so many title runs. Like he always like he always lose. You know, he'd fall for a little bit, mm-hmm. and he come back like nah. This my title run. He come back. He build up, and he be on a tear. Mm-hmm. Lose mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so, I kind of want to see him kind of push through a little bit more. Because he he was like one fight away. He was number one contender for a while, and then mm-hmm. lo- lo- you know, last fight is like, damn. So, I kind of rooting for Jacare in this one. Although it is a tough fight because Uriah Hall has good striking, very unorthodox as well. So, it'll be fun to see. Yep. Stack, stack, stacked card. I just, I'm just, I just gotta have something to watch on TV, dude. Like, um, I can't wait for this. So, like, you have no idea. <laughs> so can't wait for this. Fight Talk was recorded from the Isaac Boys podcast. You can check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Beaker, you name it, we're there. Check us out. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, 
ranging from a dollar to ten dollars, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated.